Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a resiliency expert and Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor, helping people to think, speak, and act positively through the many and varied challenges of life. You can find out more about me at my website. It's Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L dot com. My guest today is an amazing friend of mine. Shannon Smith is a personal brand coach and founder of Premier Image International, based in Toronto and providing customized programs in personal branding, image mastery, charisma, presentation skills, appropriate attire and grooming, manners, etiquette training, executive dining, and protocol for Fortune 500 companies and individuals across North America. She's a TV personality, a speaker, a columnist, and author of Power Manners, How to Use Your Personal Skills for Business and Social Success. A very practical, easy-to-read guide exploring the contemporary, contemporary manners and universally accepted code of behavior. Learn the secrets of self-confidence, discover the power to influence, make success a natural part of your life, and go from unnoticed to unforgettable. Uh, you can find uh, out more about Shannon at her website, which is Premier, P-R-E-M-I-E-R-E, Image International, I-N-T-L dot com, or PowerManners.com. Welcome to the show today, Shannon. Oh, thanks, Tom. What a wonderful introduction. I'm, I've been so excited to be on your show. I was on before, as you know, and uh, I'm looking forward to this one and to more. <laughs> yes, and uh, I, uh, as you know, I read your book. I am a big fan of your book. Uh, the things that you write about in there are not things that uh, we get taught uh, I don't think, uh, not that I remember getting taught anywhere in my life. And so uh, I loved it because it's things, so many things in that book I wasn't even oh, yes, aware of. Oh, yes, I know. Well, do you know, Tom, I had to cut 100 pages out of it because when I self-published, of course, and went to have the designer, inside designer, do the uh, pages, she called me and she said, Shannon, you've read You've written 350 pages. I said, oh, I thought I had to cut uh, 100 pages oh. to, to keep, you know, to the um, retail price. Otherwise, it would have been like three inches thick. So <laughs> right. Another book. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think you're, a, I know you're a fan of Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich. And I think oh, with the it, Law of Success with so many, like a thousand pages, that book was. So, yes, so he, yes. he, he had to make Think and Grow Rich so people wouldn't get intimidated yes. to read it. Yes. Do you remember when we met that I brought you my copy <laughs> and it was so torn up? I, I, I wouldn't give it to you either. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has duct tape on it too, doesn't it? 
Yes, yes. And oh my golly, I keep reading that book. I had to buy a new one, but I still like my old one. (laughs) (laughs) So So now... Certainly, it, it certainly encouraged me to be and do what I do now. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, he's uh, he's encouraged a lot of us to do what we do now. Yes, so yes. Let, let's talk about manners. Uh, you know, in Canada, we are an extremely multicultural society here, and I was wondering about. Uh, well, I know manners are so important; they were drilled into me as a kid. But with a, such a multicultural society, we have in Canada, are manners different between cultures? Absolutely, but you know, I'm actually I'm I have a a program put together for new Canadians, but that's not what we're going to be discussing today. I can certainly we should do another another (laughs) interview actually, but you know, no matter what, if if I went to um, Italy or decided to. To live in another country, I'd better know the nuances and the rules and the behaviors and the etiquette of that country. So my book is about how to conduct business and social success in North America. And I'm being hired by people from all walks of life and all um, ethnic groups to do just that, to to tell them how to... uh, how to do business with us? What's the politeness? What's needed? What's what can we ex- can they expect? How can they be more powerful, more credible, have more authority, and in the way they are mannered? Because it's 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 a huge topic, and you know my book covers a lot of very different topics, as you know, everything mm-hmm. from uh, entertaining. Uh, how to send the invitation out, how to eat with an agenda, how to do business over lunch, how to be a gracious host, uh, whining and dining, uh, meeting and greeting, uh, everything about e-communications, business etiquette abroad and in North America. So how to toast. Hmm. How to give a toast. Right. tip. So... There's a lot of information here, and I know that um, I wanted to chat a little bit first about why why are manners so important. I know we were talking, and you asked me that question. Well, why are so manners so important today? You know, it's so sad that in this hyped and frenzied world of impersonal communications, most people have really forgotten the value of professional ethics, common courtesies, decent manners, and the correct social etiquette. Everything from you know, not slamming the door in someone's face, uh, having a proper handshake, um, how to be a host, how to enter the uh, conversation. These are things that we're all having a lot of confusion about. You know, it's, right. it's, it's too bad that, that people don't understand the power of manners because the first impressions are instantaneous and irreplaceable. Right. And a lot of uh, people, the only manners they got taught are please and thank you. They didn't get taught business manners, social media manners, 
manners at business meetings. Uh, and so most people, I would su su suggest 99% of the population doesn't know all of the manners that are in your book uh, that are important for business. We all know to say please and we all know to say thank you, but what you get into in your book is way more in-depth than that and applicable most more to business people. Um, and so there's so much in just the manners that's important, isn't it? And, you know, poor manners, people don't understand what they're missing and what they're losing by not having proper manners. Poor manners can limit a person's progress both professionally and socially. And, you know, you know they're, they're uh, losing uh, respect, better service. They're losing friends. Mm. You know, they're, they're not being liked by coworkers. And they're losing more opportunities as well. So in, in, in personally and professionally. Oh, you're clanking around there. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what topics should we avoid when we are meeting others? That's well, part in your book as well, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Well, the topics that we should avoid are, uh, you know, per personal. Not talking about family in the beginning, uh, mm -hmm. divorces, sex, politics, diets. Um, so there's quite a few there, but mm -hmm. also not to get too personal too quick. And in North America, we tend to do that. Uh, those personal questions that you can find out more at the next meeting, if that's the conversation goes that 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 far, and you know we don't understand that uh, small talk is not idle chatter. It's much more. It's the art of the short conversation and the science of the mini analysis, and it's a craft to learn, and we can learn those. Uh, you know, those things. And uh, small talk is not small talk. It's really big talk. Right. And there are a lot of commandments um, uh, that w we have to look at uh, to, to really uh, be a, a great conversationalist. And, and um, but you don't want to blend into the background like beige wallpaper when you're first meeting someone. So the, the first rule is circulate, circulate when you're, you're going to meetings, and you're there to uh, put your best foot forward, and part of that that is to learn the techniques of small talk. Right, and this is important for salespeople, and what you're talking about, probably they're not all good at it, because salespeople are told to build rapport. And so a lot of building rapport is sharing all their personal things. But right at you, as you said, at the start, that's not the time. Be professional at the start, and eventually later on, you can share who you are as a person. But initially, as you're saying, stay away from that personal information. It's not really, it's not really building rapport in a proper way, is it? 
No, it really isn't. And you know, you there are more taboo topics such, such as uh, person, you know, personal tragedies. They don't belong in that first conversation. Off-color or discriminatory, discriminatory jokes. Yeah. Medical problems. And and deaths in the family. Those things are to come later when you're building that rapport and building a relationship. And we all know that. Uh, Building the relationship is no matter who you are, what you're doing, where you are in life, we all sell ourselves first. Right. Right. And, and the last, the last thing that we should be talking about is me. Right. Keep, we've got to keep the I out of the conversation. Right. Right. Now, what about those people who aren't like good at small talk? I don't really like small talk and so many people don't like it and they're not really good at business small talk. No, that's is, right. is there a way to get better at that? Well, there are, first of all, um, you know, one of the things to, to really learn is your elevator pitch. But you can, it's, it's to start the conversation by asking people questions. Okay. Asking questions and, and being interested and being in the moment. I'm, I'm thinking that there's, uh, be enthusiastic, be polite, mm. and be in the moment. So you, how many times, Tom, have you been in a, in, a, in a meeting with someone or you've just met someone and their eyes are roving all over the room except <laughs> contacting with you? Right. Annoying. It's very annoying. So uh, it's to be interested and interesting. It's like a conversation is like uh, being on the tennis court. The ball goes, you hit the ball into the other person's court and they hit it back to you. So that's exactly the way conversation goes. And so, is it something that we should um, rehearse maybe like questions ahead of time, appropriate questions? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, and, and practice in front of a mirror. Okay. And also, uh, it's interesting to have a conversation, practice with a friend, and set that conversation up. And for heaven's sakes, get rid of your cell phone. I don't care where you put it. It shouldn't be ringing, dinging. It should be yeah. in your briefcase. It should be someplace. And don't interrupt a conversation and go and look for that. We are so wired. It's terrible. <laughs> we are. You know, I was with a friend over the weekend, and here we are in her beautiful cottage up north, and we're 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 having a glass of wine on the patio and she's got her cell phone there and all of a sudden we're hearing ping, ping, ping. <laughs> and she's answering that. There were no emergencies. This was a time for relaxation and it's very annoying for, for the guest. So the host yes. should be more aware of, of how to, they're not relaxing themselves. And they're right. certainly putting the, the person on edge. And you, you know, Tom, they're just as a side, um, 
I was watching CNN, I, I think it was CNN, and they were talking about a school in the U.S. I don't know where, I can't remember, but they were grade three or four. Now, they were having a dewiring day. That meant that there were no cell phones available that day. The children had to be in the moment, mm-hmm. be aware of others, be creative. And talking was one of those things, conversation, polite conversation, but also just to be disconnected. Disconnected. We are all so connected. And and when you see a person and you meet a person that is is polite, that is in the moment, has is is totally connected with you, interested in you. Doesn't that say something about that person? Mm, doesn't it? Absolutely. You, you know, you want to be with them. You want to be. You want to know more about them. So good manners are very empowering, and good manners uh, lead to likability and more success and more contracts and more job offers. Uh, everything is more positive. Mm-hmm. Like very positive relationship building. Exactly, exactly. And uh, something that uh, sets you apart, I would say, because there's many people that don't have these proper manners. And if you're competing against them for business, you're going to stick out because you uh, you are using proper manners and yes. and when your competitors don't. Yes, and you do stand out. And it's not just the please and thank you. It's being interested and interesting and really paying attention to what you're saying and what they're saying. So and, and so that you're enjoying the experience. You're not, oh, it's, I, it's, I had to do this. Right, right, right. Right, it's like having a conversation with a friend, someone you admire, where you're paying attention, you're attentive, you're asking good questions, you're listening to the answers, and yeah. you know people people evaluate you based on that. And as you said, if you got your eyes all around the room and you're not really listening, that indicates something about your manners as well. Absolutely, and you know. Um it's just simply getting to know others to help gain uh, popularity and intimacy with friends and colleagues and adding spice and zest to a dull conversation. So these are uh, skills that you can master. One can master them. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't have in- inborn charm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how to flatter somebody. And, and people know when you give them a compliment, if it's if it's a scam or it's insincere. So do not ever give a compliment to someone if it's not sincere. Right. And you can tell, as you said, you yeah, know you when someone's just made tell. up a, right. Yeah. And you, you make yourself look worse doing that. Yeah, you really do. You really do. So there's a lot of commandments uh, to mastering small talk. And the quickest way to gather clues uh, as to another's interest is to listen very carefully. And today, 
listening skills are more critical than ever because we're texting, we're emailing, and everything's short, short, short. Well, unfortunately, or fortunately, I'm happy to say, that contracts are still made you mainly face-to-face. And it's the face-to-face communication that is lacking and is more important than ever before. Young people in particular uh, need to understand this. And I I was with a young fellow just recently in his mid-20s, and uh, this was a a meeting I was coaching him. So this this was time that we had put together uh, put aside special time for him. Well, I usually get there early. This time, he got there before me, and I sat down. We, we have actually he, uh, we took hands. I sat down. He didn't get up. Um, he had his laptop, his cell phone there, and I just waited until uh, he calmed down a little bit and was more in the moment. Finally, I had to say to him, we are on our time now. This is our time together. This is your time with me. And you're paying me to be there for you. I'm in in your space. You're in my space. So we were talking about um, how we could become more professional. Uh, small talk was coming along. But I have a personal brand audit that I was doing with him. That takes an hour and a half. So I'm with, I was critiquing him on all these different things. And one of the things came up was his not being present. So it's critical. Uh, time, people, time is valuable. So it's, it's more important than ever before that you be present in the moment with that other person. Exactly. And uh, it does set you apart if you can do that or if you do do that, because it's rare in this day and age. Let's talk about dress and attire, because uh, oh, well, there, this is a that's a tough one. That's a tough <laughs> one for me. I'm thinking of the younger generation. The younger generation don't seem to be as impressed or to give such respect for the suit and tie and the power dressing and well, and even myself personally, like I prefer, and most days, at least at work, I, I wear jeans and a dress shirt. Uh, uh-huh. Steve, uh, Steve uh, Jobs did it, uh, Mark Zuckerberg at uh, Facebook. Uh, so what about attire? Is it still uh, dress to nines, wear a suit and tie, and look well, sharp? You know- Yes. Well, Tom, where you work and what you do and what business you're in is is the way you uh, work. If you're behind the scenes and you're a techie, you know, there's a way to be very fashionable uh, with your jeans. So you can still have that kind of an edgy, edgy feel to your wardrobe. Nice. Uh, yeah. with, uh, 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 instead of... Um, a t-shirt that's cotton, you might have a silk blend, and it could be a great popping color. And you could put it with um, a linen jacket for for summer. Okay. Uh, Or it could be a a more loose style jacket. So it doesn't have to be this uptight. Okay. Nice. Okay. You you put some cool uh, 
different style shoes with your outfit. Make sure that you're pressed, you're clean. Your number one accessory is your grooming. Mm -hmm. Um, Make sure that you're current with your hair. Uh, You know, it's a sad thing, but we are judged now within 10 seconds. Right. So people are are judging you and they're making very harsh uh, decisions about you. Whether we like it or not, they are making judgments about our social status, our economic status, uh, where we are on the on the social economic scale, whether you're uh, educated, uh, whether you're mannerly, the I can go on and on about first impressions. So first impressions are critical. Eighty five percent of all decisions are made with our eyes, and that's a study out of UCLA. Very interesting. Mm. So, it, 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 you know, I just went to a seminar just recently. Let me tell you about this fellow. If he didn't need imaging I don't and personal branding, I don't know who did. Um, standing up at the front, and you'll, you'll relate to this because you're in the speaking business too. He had a black, he's about 6'1", 6'2", a little bit heavy, uh, but that's okay. You know, you can work with all of that with Mm -hmm. proper clothing. So he had a black suit on, which was a little bit too big for him, and you could tell that it was not the top quality. Mm. So first of all, uh, buy the best you can afford, but buy it on sale. Okay. These were too long. Mm. Uh, the his shirt sleeves were were uh, he was always pulling his shirt sleeves out of his out of his jacket. His shirt was not pressed white white shirt, not pressed. You don't have to press the, the entire shirt. Just pre- you know, starch the collar and the front and the cuffs. If you don't want to right. iron your shirt, you know, <laughs> right, lazy right. man's way. But it's got to be pressed, and right. there wasn't the the the. the Seam in his uh, his press in his pant leg down the front uh, wasn't uh, it was off. It looked as if he had hung it hung his suit up the wrong way. Uh, So and his hair uh, was was very um, he needed not only needed a hair style he needed updating but he also needed to have a good hair conditioner because his hair was very wiry and dry looking. Mm-hmm. Also, now let me tell you, people judge you by your your if you're slovenly, they're going to assume that your work is slovenly. Right. If you slouch in your chair, I and you you uh, you look as if you're not paying attention to the speaker. Uh, they might people might assume, well, you know, is that the way he pays attention to his work or to his life? So it's not just about your looks. It's about the assumptions people make about you. Mm-hmm. Right, which a lot of it is body language. And as you said, even just grooming. Like, as, you know, my jeans are always like brand new pair of jeans. Like, they're not faded and I have the nice bright colored shirts uh, for sure. All different colors of bright shirts. But uh, it, it's your hair, it's your entire grooming is how you sit how you pay attention how you listen and yeah it says something if you're leaning back in your chair with your feet way out in front of you like just yes. looking trying to pay attention it 
looks like you're bored. It's like, yeah, sit up, look at the person, lean forward. Well, not only, you, and it's disrespectful. Right. And and do you want to be with a person that's disrespectful of you? I don't think so. Right. And you may not even, you know, it may not even be the person that's speaking that's looking at you. It could be an assistant of theirs or someone who works with them. And, and you know, you can't get away with maybe the person that's talking, not seeing you. Maybe it's someone else who's going to tell their boss later. Like, did you see the way that guy was yeah. sitting? Like, he obviously wasn't paying attention. Yes. Do you know, I was, I... Uh, oh, about a year or so ago, I gave a presentation. There were maybe 100, 100 over 100 people in the room, and there were mm, in the front in the front row. There were tables. Everybody was at a table, and the assistant to the next speaker was sitting in the front table, and she was about 25. Nice looking girl, very fashionable. She sat with her legs crossed the entire time of my speech. And not only that, she had her cell phone. And she was on her cell phone. What did what did I do? What should I have done? I decided to be very silent. And all of a sudden, the room went very, very quiet. And she realized, finally, somebody nudged her, and she realized that she was being very impolite. And uh, I can imagine what her boss would have said to her. How she, so she, start, she turned the cell phone off, checking her messages, and she, you know, she was paying attention. But what everybody in the room was focused on her. Mm. What do you think? They were thinking about her. Right. Unprofessional. Unpro not only that, how... Rude. Where, was, where would she be going? Would she be a success? No. What was it, what's her future like? Right. So it also tells you a lot about uh, other things, too. Nice. It does, it does. Will, will you be hired? Will you get the contract? Will you get the next contract? And I'm dealing with people that are very high up in companies, and they do not know how to invite someone to dine, lunch, mm -hmm. dinner, breakfast, how to be the perfect host, when to pay the bill in a restaurant, how, what, when to bring up business uh, during dining, if at all. And and when you are at the set, the stage, you are the conductor, and people forget that you are the leader of the symphony. So right. It's up to you to make that person feel comfortable and welcome, and uh, be a perfect host. So there are. So I have executive dining programs as well. So it's not just about image and about giving the rules of business etiquette and uh, small talk. It's it's a lot more, and it's about being a, a very uh, professional. Professional and manners are about um, manners are about empowering yourself. Uh, you know, manners grease the wheels of society. And without, without 
proper manners, where would we all be? We'd be, you know, running around naked with mm. smears and <laughs> oh, all kinds of different things. Yes. So, you know, we don't want to be dismissed. We don't want to be seen as uneducated and, and a boor. So it, it's taking stock. We need to take stock. And we have to understand the importance of the little things. And, you know, it's not... As you 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 understand this. It's not the big thing that that you lose the contract over. Right. It's not the big thing that you lose the data over, or the next the interview. It's the small thing. Right. Right. Now let's talk about uh, this. Happens so often. I go to a ton of networking things and events and. Uh, so you walk into a room, it's uh, full of business professionals of some sort, and uh, you see a group of people you want to, or at least one or two people you want to talk to, or there's a conversation going on, uh, like uh, sometimes I just ad-lib or stand nearby, or like how do you break into a conversation with some people that are already in a, let's say, a networking situation and you want to join the group? How do well, you get entry to that group? Well, uh, let me give you some suggestions. First of all, you're, 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 you're there in the group. You're trying to get into the group. You're standing there. The, the polite thing to do is to make eye contact with one in the group and smile. And okay. then the group, someone, someone will open up a space for you. Listen carefully. And... Uh, this is your chance to. You've been standing there for a little bit. You can you can see where the power of the group is. Right. So it's very very interesting to listen listen very intently and uh, make eye contact with the one person in the group. Smile and listen. It'll guarantee you'll be included. So when you have that chance, introduce yourself. Uh, when there's a pause in the conversation, uh, and, and shake hands. Right. So listen to the conversation before jumping in. You might want to, uh, you know, when you're listening intently, you can then ask a question, and it's to keep the eye out of the conversation. <laughs> and, you know, hi, how, when, and where. Uh, so it's it'll bring you it'll give you more popularity and uh, they'll see you as interested and interesting. Mm-hmm. So stay about five minutes, five to eight minutes, and if the conversation isn't where you're at, just sort of come away and find another group. Okay. You have to stay in the group. Right. But do it, do it do it discreetly. Don't just like turn around and like okay, see you guys later. Absolutely, um, you know, and and uh, there's there's no way you want to dominate the conversation. And no. uh, small talk is conversation, so it's uh, it's a unique talent. And so it, during the if you're having a conversation in the group, you know, it's it's up to you to add a little bit of spice and zest. Mm-hmm. So make it, don't be dull. <laughs> <laughs> dull, 
McDonald Douglas doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the the first one, the first rule is to be interesting and okay. interested in in what is going on. Right. And um, that will, if you if you have an interesting comment or you ask an interesting question, it's going to lead to other questions, and then the 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 attention will be turned to you because you've asked an interesting question and you're waiting for the response. So it's not to respond again. Uh, wait, take take your turn, but wait for the response, and then. Somebody, someone else in the group will probably respond. You can ask them another question. How did you come to that conclusion? Um, so, so it's those questions: why, when, where, how. Yeah. So you can; those are the questions to ask, and they'll find that you are very uh, interesting. And if you are adding some zest, you know. We forget to add um, some comedy or some fun or some lightness to the conversation. It shouldn't, we shouldn't be in a heavy conversation right. in the beginning, and um, you'll you'll end up with uh, one or two friends of that group. Maybe everybody's going to be asking you for your card. I'm not quite sure, but it helps them to relax. And pass the time without stress and strain. Right, right. And yeah, I found that too. If you can ask an intelligent question, you really do set yourself apart. You keep the interest of the person who's speaking. You show good listening skills by asking good questions. And uh, so, yeah, so important to uh, set yourself apart that way by, you know, asking an intelligent question paying good attention to the conversation and maybe even making, as you said, a, an interesting comment as well. And thinking before you speak, so not responding too quickly. Right, right, right. So, just, I, think, I think a lot of people do that. They just jump in and mm -hmm. they're not listening and they're, they're just thinking about what I should be saying instead of listening to the speaker and what they're saying. So, you know, small talk doesn't mean small mind. Right. <laughs> right. It's not, so it's it's not it's traffic. Different. It's not weather. It's not uh, your health. It's none of those things. No, it's not the funeral that you attended. Uh, it, it's, it isn't the... Um, you know, you want to, you want to include uh, topics such as theater and plays. Uh, maybe you uh, art, uh, current art exhibits or museum exhibits, men's and women's relations. That's always a big one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what books have you read lately? Right. I love asking that one. Yes. New parlor games. Uh, space. Uh, my golly, one thing that I just saw recently was the, the on um, Nova, was the bringing uh, how... They brought that Italian liner up, the Concordia. Mm. That, what an interesting topic that is for conversation. Nice. And Amazing. so those, yeah, those are those are what qualifies as small talk. Now, speaking of small talk, you have a, a what is it? Thirteen principles of mastering small talk that you yes. give away. You give away for free. Yeah, 
exactly. And also, um, I've I've decided to uh, a special limited time offer only to offer my book at twenty five dollars. <laughs> including no tax, wow. <laughs> the tax I'm eating, and it's all about manners. And we we're, we know that good manners are an essential element in everyone's personal portfolio. Right. So where's the, where's the best way to get the book? Well, uh, you can email me okay. and say, uh, uh, buy book, mm -hmm. and I will send you an invoice. Okay. I need to know your absolutely your know your uh, address mm -hmm. and your shipping address, and then um, you can pay by PayPal, Visa, Amex, all of those great things. Okay. And best so, way is to go to I think it's easier for people to remember powermanners.com yes. than Premier Image International. So powermanners.com. Uh, that's easy to remember, and nobody needs help spelling either of those. So, powermanners.com. So, we're going to find the book, and and you could there's I'm sure instructions on the website how to purchase the book. But then you can also email you email you for those uh, 13 commandments of mastering small talk. What's your uh, email address for people to email you? Uh, it's Shannon at Premier P R E M. I E R E image I N T L dot com. But if you put in powermanners.com, it goes right to my website. Nice. So those are easy to remember. Shannon at Premier Image com, or go to powermanners.com. And I'm thinking uh, if you're a parent, uh, if you have a parent with a kid in a university or college, Maybe oh, this is what a great maybe gift. this is maybe this is the time to buy them a book, uh, something they're not going to be taught in college or university, but will take them as far as their education will take them. And Absolutely. so there's a good tip for parents: uh, uh, set your kids apart in the job market and uh, in the world and in life by teaching them some of these things that uh, most of their colleagues won't be taught. And so it will set them apart for sure and be so important for their for their business life. But business professionals want to be, if you have an eye on being a business professional, advancing in your career, doing well in business, you need to know these things because you could lose business, lose sales, lose promotions, lose contacts if you don't do these things properly. And you'll never know why a lot of that's, times. That's it. So these are the skills to last a lifetime. And, you know, uh, it, the book is about sound advice on how to use good manners to add the polish that leads to personal power, turning every encounter into a compelling expression of self-confidence. And is it, aren't we all about wanting more self-confidence? Mm, and projecting that to others. Others see it as well. Yes. So, you know, good manners are simply rooted in common sense, logic, and kindness. And it's grounded by do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But there are specific rules into all of that as well. Right. So learn knowing the learn rules. the rules now rather than have them hurt you later. You're absolutely correct. So, right. it, it, and you, we're not getting being taught this in school. We don't get taught this in school, do we? 
No. So these are the. This is the one of the ways to uh, make uh, learn your manners and make success success a natural part of your life. Right. You know, the book explores the contemporary manners and universally accepted rules of behavior. So it helps you uh, when you're being inter- introduced to your mother-in-law <laughs> on mm-hmm. a blind date, uh, whether you're you're meeting a client or going for a, a job position. Um, the image you project is shaping your destiny. Right, wherever you are and whoever you're with. Exactly. And uh, you need to be on it all the time because you don't know who's watching. And uh, if you don't practice these and someone is watching, you may uh, suffer something and never know about it. So uh, definitely get the book now uh, before you make the mistakes because it's better to know ahead of time uh, the way to do it properly. So thank you so much for being with me uh, today, Shannon. Amazing book. I know I've read it. I loved it. A lot of things in there I didn't know, wasn't aware of, and uh, was doing improperly. And so it was really nice to uh, learn the way to do it properly and and learn that, oh, uh, for many years I did it wrong. And so these are the kind of things you're going to learn and experience from reading your book. Yes. Well, thank you for having me, Tom, and it was so nice chatting with you. And we'll do it again, and we're, we're due for a nice tea. So Very you'll, good. You'll get an invitation, and we'll get together. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and everybody, go to powermanners.com. Check out this book. Buy it for yourself. Buy it for your kids. Buy it for your spouse. It's going to be important for their life and their career. Thank you so much for being with me today, Shannon. Have yourself an amazing day. Ciao. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email tom at tomtootall.com for details.